The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, our next guest is always fantastic as well, and uh, we wouldn't want to miss an appointment with Grant Fedork from Leading Edge Physiotherapy, who joins us this afternoon, because it is time for Fit After 40. Hey, Grant, how you doing? I'm doing good. I think we have a new name, Fit After Physical, or Fit with Physical Distancing. How about that? <laughs> that, that works as well. Um, I know uh, lots of big changes for Leading edge physiotherapy over the past couple of weeks. Um, what is the focus right now for you guys? Well, it's twofold. One of them is uh, making sure that our patients and those people that are out there that need access to physiotherapy can can get it in an appropriate way with uh, keeping with the chief medical officer's recommendation of physical distancing. And so we've launched and are ready to roll and are already rolling actually for current patients and new patients our telehealth program virtual basically you're face-to-face with us through your computer and you can stay home and then the other side is making sure that our doors are not open per se but we're available to those patients who need us in an urgent manner and really we've we've been putting a lot of work making sure that we have a triage system for frontline workers who really are those essential people to stay at work but need hands-on care to do so and so we've got a very strict policy on who those patients are and if you need us and you need us to keep going to work because we need you going to work then we have a triage system to uh, make sure that we are there for you and and so a lot of work i've probably worked more believe it or not in the last 10 days uh, uh but for no income uh, <laughs> than, than i have in my entire career but that's we're, i'm proud of that actually um, being a being a business owner these days is tough, isn't it? Yeah, you know it is. It's uh, it's 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 evolving. That's been my message. We're evolving uh, and doing our best to. Yeah, for us, it's mostly about making sure that people are looked after. That's why we got into this, and no different than why I love your show and being on there to share information. How can we get information out to those people? How do we help people when they can't come to us? And to to be frank, you know what. Never in my life have I been more proud of a team and even of a profession to step up to the plate and deal with these kind of concerns that patients have. So we're there for people, just in a different way. Absolutely, and all you have to do to find out more about the tele-rehabilitation is go to leadingedgephysio.com, click on it, you can see it, find out about it, read about it, set up an appointment uh, if you need. Grant, I have to tell you something, um, since this working at home business, and I know there's so many of us who are doing it now, I think that there's a lot of us who, you know, maybe at work in our office, had our office set up properly, the, the desk was the proper height, the chair was the proper height, the computer was the proper height, now you're at home, you're kind of jerry-rig something together and you're sitting in 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 a new desk in a new situation and all of a sudden things are really starting to hurt (laughs) what are your recommendations on making that home office what it what it should be you know it's a i can give some pointers for sure uh i definitely height of monitors a sitting position moving around all very important probably the number one thing is in your office if it's been designed properly which most offices at least have desks of the proper height, monitors that typically sit at the right height, but even a lot of people's offices aren't set up properly. So this is an opportunity, though, to give yourself an op- op- you know, the chance to maybe 
solve some of those problems you might have had at work. And so definitely some suggestions like if you're having trouble sitting at the makeshift desk that you've got, you're cramped, give yourself a little bit more space. There's nothing wrong. Kitchens can make great offices. You know, if you're working from a laptop, get yourself, use a keyboard and a mouse that's separate from the laptop. They're designed a lot better for spreading out your hands, not keeping them close together and working on a cramped space, especially for a long period of time. Because, you know, we've all worked on our laptops on on an airplane and how great do we feel when we're done that. So essentially don't give yourself the airplane treatment. Give yourself the space that you need. Get up, move around if you if you can, and you do have a laptop. You can take a break from sitting and work at a countertop where you're standing, and just make sure that you've got the height of it proper, using whether it's a box or something to raise the height of it, so that it's the right place. We call it the rule of 90. Do things in 90s. Your knees and hips should be in 90 degrees. Your elbows should be at 90 degrees if possible. Those are all tips. And if you need a hand, believe it or not, we have an ergonomist. Our Lisa Lisa is doing. A a lot of work with a lot of organizations right now helping out those people who've moved home and don't have ideal situations and she can actually virtually beam herself into your place through our portal and and take you through all the steps for your unique situation as to how it can be set up properly you know what I, I just I think it's really cool I'm uh, just going back to the using the tele rehabilitation portal the portal that you're talking about and mm-hmm. how it can be used and Grant I mean I've always said that you guys have been on the leading edge of a lot of things for a long time and uh, I, I'm it, it's almost surprising I, well I, I wonder if if you're going to turn this off when everything goes back to normal because this just seems like a another extension of what it is that you do yeah and you know the answer is we were the reason we were able to get this going so quickly a lot of people are you know saying wow you were ready to roll well we were actually involved in dealing and uh, researching this for some time so we've already been looking at how can we extend some of our more unique services like our vestibular program and pelvic health program into communities that don't have those experts. So in the northern communities, in some of the southern communities, and and in some areas where really they have to travel four, five, or even more hours to get access to experts. And so the the neat part about this is it, it this is real life trial and error for us except that <laughs> with very few errors because we were ready to go and so it's it's literally an opportunity for us to take all the things we've been working on and just roll it out and get it used uh, because it would have been slower to adopt whereas now I think the you know the adoption of it is much quicker so just like people might be calling or wondering what we can do uh, on our show we, you and I were kind of discussing that that's probably where we'll go what can we do for people. Now the, the, the suggestion will be, okay, if you need more, we can still get to you no matter where you are in the province. Our, the one thing is our border is the, is the border of Alberta. We have, to pr- we have to practice within our jurisdiction. So that's important for people to know. All right. So we talked a little bit about home offices. I, I'm finding, I think a lot of people might be sitting uh, mm-hmm. a lot more. I mean, we're watching more TV, maybe not walking and getting up and walking around the office because it's a different sort of setup now. Yeah. Um, hip pain, back pain, besides getting up, we know that we should be getting up and doing some walking. What can we do for those things like the sore hips and the back pain? What can we do from home? 
Well, you know, and number one, uh, prevention is everything. You've heard me say this time and time again. And so while we're encouraging and, and certainly we want people being active to the best that they can in their situation, obviously your activity should be extremely limited if you're supposed to be quarantined. So if you've traveled, uh, keep it to your house or your backyard. So let's follow the chief medical officer's recommendations or directives. That's the law today. But that being said, when you are exercising, because that's probably the number one thing you can do to keep all those joints. We've talked about this so many times, how important it is to move. What I'm recommending right now, though, is to do it in a very smart way. While apps are out there getting us exercising, I think they're fantastic. Please, if you're listening, build up slowly. The last thing we need you doing right now is uh, is having an injury because although we can deal with it and help to diagnose and give you some treatment recommendations, we don't want you having these particularly more significant injuries because you're doing the wrong things the wrong way. And certainly that's going to burden our healthcare system at a time that does, when they don't need it. We None of us do. We want you kind of home and healthy uh, as best as possible. So my recommendation is move, but do it smart. So I prefer people walking. And if you do want to get your heart rate up, you know, brisk walks are fantastic. Schedule them throughout the day. Make them part of, you know, your wave or look at your neighbor's houses if they've got <laughs> things up in the window. A lot of people are doing some amazing things out there just to keep some social interaction going. I recommend that. But if you do have something that creeps up on you, something that's more significant and you're not sure what it is, number one, acute injuries. You've heard me say this before, and I know that the science, and you'll read online that there's some, I don't want to call it confusion because it's not confusion, but ice is still effective for an acute injury that's in the first 24 hours and people will make this argument out there that ice reduces inflammation and it reduce and and inflammation is important thing for the healing process well that's correct um my analogy would be when you're sick you know throwing up is important too now that being said, too much of it, too much inflammation, too much swelling, too much throwing up is not good. And so we want to make sure that we're managing that early on. And ice does an amazing thing. And not only does it reduce swelling and inflammation in those early stages, but it also creates, it gives you pain relief. And pain is often something that precipitates longer term problems because we avoid using them. We don't move it. And so in that first 24 hours, if something comes on and it's acute, ouch, what a have I done? Using ice is probably one of the first things that you can try that's relatively safe. How you use it, don't use it for prolonged periods of time. Don't put ice directly against the skin. That can cause you frostbite. Um, and for long, long periods of time, it's not necessarily recommended. So 15 to 20 minutes and then off and then back on again in about an hour. That's a really nice way to manage an acute injury, whether it's you know, you did something to your ankle or now you're getting some hip pain and you're not sure where it came from, that first 24 and even 48 hours, I would recommend ice. After that, then it gets into more of that subacute stage where using some heat, some gentle movement, stretches you and I have chatted about, when's the right time? If a stretch hurts, it's probably not the right thing to be doing. <laughs> if the stretching that you're doing seems to give you a little relief and you're doing it very lightly, under, in my opinion, you should still get the get a recommendation for the right stretches to be doing. But that being said, if it's being done and you're not getting any increased discomfort, then light stretching is okay in those first stages as well. But movement's one of the best things you can do. 
So I'm guessing, though, to get those recommendations, if I needed to have one of those telemedicine um, appointments with you, you can show me all that. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting that the amount of things that we can do. So our, our servers are, are private. There, In fact, there are no servers. The system that we are using, the it's anonymous. The information isn't st- sit on anybody else's computer. It's between our physios and the patient, and it's encrypted. So essentially that information, everything that goes back and forth is very private, and it allows us to actually look at you and have you do even movements and see what's going on and asking you, okay, well, does it hurt when you do this? And we can have you reproduce those movements. So there's a lot of things that we can do. Really where we get limited is we can't put our hands on a patient to say, Mm -hmm. you know, push there and then it hurts. But there's other ways for us to do that. So we can, for instance, I can say, okay, listen, I want you to feel for this and I want you to push there with pretty good pressure. Tell me, is that uncomfortable? So there are ways that really we're limited by our imagination uh, as far as getting the assessment done. Our treatment, again, there is no no doubt there's limitations in that we can't get our skilled hands on somebody, but believe it or not, we can teach somebody ways for them to mobilize or to work on a tissue on their own. And that's where it becomes important where we follow up with patients and see how, what kind of success they're having and make sure that the, the recommendations that we're making are working for them. So it is an interesting platform that has been very successful so far. Grant, I need to take a break here. Hold the line. We'll get back to um, some more conversation with Grant Fedorik from Leading Edge Physiotherapy. It's Fit After 40. If you do have a question for Grant right now, let me know at 780-496-0063. We can roll through some of that when we come back. Stay with us. Grant Fedorik with us this afternoon on Fit After 40. Uh, Grant, Steve wants to know if there are any current provisions for your staff to do in-person appointments still for those who are not able to perform normally due to, say, back issues. That's from Steve. Okay, so we do have a strict guideline. Literally, it comes down to is there no other option to help a patient? So, you know, are they imminently going to emerge and we want to keep them out of emergency services? Or are there, is their condition deteriorating to the point where they're, they're going to end up in emerge? And so we, that's one. Number two is, is this a frontline essential worker who otherwise can't work and needs hands-on care. So there's a bunch of little steps in there and it's very strict and we wanna be strict. We wanna be clear with people that we are doing this under the recommendations of not just our college, but also the chief medical officer. We're gonna follow their rules and the rules are it needs to be defined as urgent. So we have our own strict guidelines we're following. So the answer is you'd have to go into our website, click on there's a link that says, am I urgent? Follow it down and read through it and then contact us because we'll take you through the screening process because it's important that our physios are connecting with these patients and making sure that the right people are coming through our doors, which, by the way, our phone lines are open, but our doors are closed except to urgent patients. That's really important for people to know. Grant, um, Wayne in Spruce Grove wants to know if yoga helps with flexibility. Says he's 66 and noticing a loss of flexibility. He's wondering if that would help. Yeah, uh, you know, yoga is a perfect example of something. People, I recommend if you've never done it before, find somebody who's providing those kind of services, uh, whether it's virtually, which there is quite a few doing it, but make sure that you start <laughs> with, a, with a yoga class that's for beginners. Do not try to pick up and start yoga, whether you're... 
30, 20, or 60, it doesn't matter. Do not start in the middle of a, you know, a more significant class where they're doing certain poses. You want to really start with the very simple ones. And my recommendation is pay attention to your body. If it's not comfortable, back off on the exercise. Introduce it very slowly. Do little bits. So if it's an hour class, you might want to tune in or do 15 or 20 minutes and see how your body does. Build up to it because as much as yoga can be very good for you, it can also cause problems too. I, I have to say, Grant, uh, your wife Heidi's been trying to talk me into doing a 9:30 <laughs> yoga class. <laughs> I've done it. And I think she I think she got you in there. <laughs> I've done it. And I think if anybody sees me doing it, you'll realize how not flexible I am. And and so fortunately I know how to manage a body and so and the flexibility that I have is good for me. That being said, there's there's room for me to improve. But some of the things I'm laughing about when I'm doing it, and I'm not making fun of the yoga, it's the fact that my body doesn't move that way. And so you'll see me during a pose, just back off from the pose and I'll start giggling to myself. And I'm not giggling because <laughs> it's funny, I'm giggling because I can't do it. And if I keep yeah. pushing, I'm gonna be one of these patients that's needing my own services, but. <laughs> oh, I just can't believe you're doing yoga at 9.30 on a Saturday morning, I'm all for it, but I said, Heidi, I'm not getting up at 9.30. Um, Someone wanted to know if your sing, if your clinic singing voice is suffering while in isolation. No, you know the the crazy part about my singing voice is I've been on the phone and doing virtual kind of uh, meetings and and uh, discussing things. I've been meeting a lot with various people, including Alberta Health Services, our college. I've been on the phone more than, like I said, I wasn't kidding. I think I've worked more in the last. 14 days than I have in the last 10 years. Um, but so my voice is actually not improving. It's, uh, I'm losing it. Um, and I, but you know, that being said, I am putting, I'm collaborating on redoing a song by Martin Kerr uh, that, you know, you're amazing. And I'm, I'm kind of writing it more about, uh, you know, this pandemic situation. So stay tuned. I'll, I'll make sure I'll, that it's there for people who are missing my singing. One more questions for you. One more question for you, Grant. I sure. mean, you're such a, a huge community supporter. You, your wife, your family, leading edge physiotherapy, your team. Yeah. Um, take, I mean, just wave the flag for so many great um, uh, events and charities in this community. Tell me, when you look at Edmonton right now, when you look at the capital region and how it's responded to what we're going through, what goes through your mind? Oh, a great sense of pride. It starts right there. Some of it, some of these charities that we've supported for so long, they're still going, and they need us now more than ever. Uh, you've seen posts. Uh, I, I, I've become a dog person. It's pretty funny. My More of my Instagram and Twitter is lit up with our little Edge, uh, the Dogs with Wings puppy that we've sponsored who's going to become such an amazing companion for somebody and that's something that we can just follow and be so proud of at this time so Pilgrim's Hospice and the completion of that building is still going on needs everybody that can help out to still help out these times are so important um, some of the work by some of our our uh, fellow companies like Chris Labossi and Tech Edmonton and some of the stuff yep. work that they're doing, phenomenal. Our hats are off to them, no doubt about it. Our time is totally dedicated to making sure that our doors are ready to be open when patients need to come back, but certainly it's not lost on us the need for us to still be community-minded, and it's just a little different now. We're just having to do it in a different way. Obviously, I can't be at board meetings in person, but uh, still being a part of it and helping to guide these organizations and be a part of it is is so rewarding 
and frankly, it takes your mind off of some of the other stuff that's going on because you're making a difference in a, in a different way. So uh, I, I'm very proud of all of you, Edmonton, and I'm very proud of Edmonton for staying home and doing such a good job in staying home as well. And I, I, the other one, and I think everybody's saying it, I, in fact, I've heard Ken Franchuk's commercial about, you know, just thank you to our frontline workers, and that's not just the nurses and doctors and paramedics and firefighters, but it's also those people who are keeping the groceries going and the deliveries coming and the power on. And those, by the way, patients, those ones too, we need to keep them at work. So don't, don't let it be lost on anybody that if those, those people, that if you're out there and we need you to keep that power on and something happens that it's urgent you get in, you would fit our, our model. So reach out to us and let us help you make that decision or make, let's make sure that we're making safe decisions on who we're seeing. All right, you mentioned Ken Franchak, our great pal from Crystal Glass, and of course, uh, Grant Fedork and his team from Leading Edge Physiotherapy. Uh, our monthly segment, how does that, no, Fit After 40, just a different <laughs> way of doing it, leadingedgephysio.com. Grant, thanks for this. We'll talk to you soon. You bet. Fit, fit during physical distancing. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I couldn't get the first one right, Grant. Come on. <laughs> Have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. You too. Take care. Okay, that's uh, Grant Fedork joining us again. Check it out online, leadingedgephysio.com.